Welcome back, guys, to the OT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I am your host, Chaz. Don't be fooled, his voice is not that deep. My name's Ronnie. <laughs> it has always been that deep, son. And why is it so fucking cold in this yes, room? Yes, I am shivering as we speak. I'm putting my hands together. I'm trying to make a fire. Did you forgot to pay the heat bill? Bill. <laughs> I'm so cold I can't even speak. Did you forget to pay the heat bill for the studio? I did not. I just think that... You did not pay the bill or you forgot? I did not forget. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Those for- two options I gave you did not make sense. Give did me you the- pay the heat bill? I forgot. I No, I did not. Or, no, I did. I, yeah. I didn't... How I don't know. No. I'm so confused by not like this podcast I'm, already sucks. I would like to make fun of you, but my question didn't make any sense either. So moving on. <laughs> All right, let's get right into this, dude. I'm so excited. We had so many cool, exciting moments. We got some flashbacks. Hey, I think you're lying. Huh? I think you're lying. No, I mean, we had some you really had good ones. You had some sleepy vibes today. No, I, I'm being dead serious, man. There's a couple scenes near the ocean. I'm not going to mention them. I feel like you might hate on them, but I thought they were tremendous. I think you had some sleepy vibes. You were busy eating sweet tarts, which I had said I had not... I've not eaten sweet tarts since I went trick-or-treating, which you did have a good point, was two years ago. Yep. But I got to be honest, I don't trust a single person who goes out and is like, oh, I'm going to buy something, you know, a little something sweet. Oh, let me go with sweet tarts. I did not go out and buy them. This was a gift on Christmas that I'm just now eating because I'm not a big candy guy. Wow. I like to eat healthy. Who who hates you so much that they said, oh, we'll get... We'll get Chaz some sweet tarts. Oh, dude, these are so good. Don't Listen, be a hater. Sweet tarts are fine. Like, I like sweet tarts. You offered me some. I took a, took a few. But well, sweet tarts, real, in a world where... You'll take have, anything I offer. We've got everything going on. You're going to give someone sweet tarts? Also, I'd like to mention, you went to the dentist earlier this week, and I you know checked up on you because I care about you. And I said, hey, uh, how, did, how did the dentist go? You said, hey, no cavities, but... I did. I, I, I cracked a filling that I'm going to have to get replaced. I said, oh, really? Do you like crunch ice or something? He said, no. No, I don't. I said, no, don't crunch, don't crunch ice. Fast forward today where you are mowing down on sweet tarts, which have got to be the hardest candy known to man. Yes, um, but they're good, man. You, I mean, please, everyone, give us a little chat, YouTube comment about how good sweet tarts are. Let's show this little munchkin what's up. And then... Fill out a top 10, and if sweet tarts are anywhere near your top candy slash chocolate, I'll just be the asshole. But I don't buy it. Well, don't fill out a top 10. We don't have time for that. That's a little excessive. Fill out out an entire top 10. Everyone. Let's get into this brilliant episode here. Um, Oh, are we recording a podcast? (laughs) Brave Volunteers. How about that? Season 4, Episode 9, or Episode 68. Brave Volunteers. I'll say it again. Yeah. What a <laughs> Thanks for saying it again. What a breath of fresh air though. What a breath agree? of fresh air. Do you agree with me though? We kinda we had so much going on these past few episodes, we needed to cool it down a little. Yeah, it, it's definitely it's kind of what I expected. I knew we had to have an episode like this at some point, and I thought it was pretty good. I, after first watch I felt a little underwhelmed, I gotta be honest. And I don't even mean in the sense that people weren't ODMing all over the place and Titans were running around everywhere. I'm not necessarily that type of guy. I don't have to have that sort of action. Just some of the dialogue felt a little sleepy to me. But 
I think all of it stems from a fear that I was expecting more answers, I guess, because we're getting so close to the end of this thing. And it still seems like no. potentially more questions are being we're set so up. We're so close, but so far away, Ronnie. I know. I'm just... Come on. I'm just a little nervous, okay? And don't don't ever say that these 16 episodes are the final of the show. I'm just... It's not going to end. There's I mean, going says, to be more. Have you been watching? It pops up in this, the final season. Yes, and we're in the first part of the final season. I've never seen a show that's so confident that doesn't even call it the fourth season. They're just like, it's the final one. Don't expect anything else because this is the final season. Well, I'm going to... Quote me on this. Everyone quote me on this right now. If we only get 16 episodes and this 16th episode is the final episode slash movie slash whatever of this show, I am quitting the podcast. I will never do another podcast again. Mark my words. Whoa. Don't worry, guys. He's threatened to quit the podcast like 47 times already. All right. Let's get into this, dude. Let's go. This is a hype episode. Let's get hyped up. You guys blow up his ego so much he would never quit. He's got more people paying attention to him now than than ever. Yeah, I was going to have like a really... Well, never mind. We'll get into that later. Even when he was a child model, not as many people paid attention to him as, as now. Well, I was so I was a three-year-old. Like I don't remember that. That's why. <laughs> until he became... In, until he formed into a long freak and no one would shoot him anymore. Oh, yeah. They call me a long freak. All right. So, we get a beautiful torch scene. Are we doing a podcast? (laughs) We get a beautiful torch scene in the very first moments of the episode. And I want to say this. Did you say a torch scene? Yes. Now listen. If you want to go back to season two of our podcast uh, during the Utgard Castle arc, Mm -hmm. um, we have a great explanation of torches. I see why you're calling it a torch scene. That's good work by you. Yeah, torches can be confusing, so if you've not listened to some of the previous episodes, like Chad said, you did some of your best work on this podcast, breaking down torches for the people. High recommend yeah. going back and learning a little something about torches. Great calling card, probably the most uh, informational one we've had so far. Yeah. It I think def- that's season two, episode four, I want to wow. say. Wow. Just flex off your knowledge yeah. unless you're wrong, and then you just look like an idiot. Nope, I am right. So, we get that beautiful scene, and then we have Armin talking to someone about what happened three years ago. And he's saying that back then they could have possibly changed something. I think me and you kind of called it, though, right off of yeah. what who this person he was talking to. Should we even say it now? Or? Well, for dr- dramatic reasons, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. But we all know what's going on here. And let's just say, you know, your boys Ronnie and Chaz yeah. are all over this. Can't slip anything by us, dude. And let's talk about this. It God, looks like how are Armin... are we not getting paid? What? Are we not getting paid? We're not getting paid. Jesus Christ, dude. How much... When are we... We have spent so much time on this. And we haven't oh earned a God. single cent. Moving on! Uh, well, how about Armin holding what looks to be the same seashell from the final episode of season three? How about that? That's pretty wild. I right mean, there. it has been an entire year. Can you imagine keeping up with something for a well it's been three years yeah it's been four years three years since the beach scene because that was a year later after the previous episode if you know what i mean the beach scene 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 are you talking about when he picks up the seashell and the last about the end of season three the very final episode that was a year time skip from the previous episode so now it has officially been three years since the beach scene four years since the battle of shinganshina 
sorry to flex on you that hard. I mean, I know I'm right. Like, I'm just so good at this podcast and this show. So then, then why would they, but then we went back three years, which would have taken us right back to that exact time, but. So basically right after, right after they find the sea, this is when these ships start showing up. Is how I'm taking all this. Hmm. I think the times are slightly different. Well, podcast uh, fans of us. Well, I'm going to even call you fans. I don't even think these people actually like us. But please roast Ronnie on that terrible take. Because three years ago, I know I'm right. All right. So, and we get the flashback. Marley. We got a Marley ship talking about how two other ships that went ashore two hours ago still have not reported back yet. And uh, when all of a sudden, we get an appearance of an old friend. And do you know who this old friend is? No. Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. I didn't even recognize him. I know. It's Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. This is three years in the past. He picks up the ship, and he carries it like the Tross Boulder right to shore, and we've got the return of the nice lad. Mr. Deviant Devilman, he would have just crushed the ship and squashed everyone on it. Mm-hmm. We have Mr. Friendly Nice Guy carrying them to shore. He's well, like, yeah. you know what? It's going to take you longer if you go by water. I'll like, just carry you there. We don't have a port. You're going to have to get out, get your yep. uh, your fancy suits wet. Let me just carry you to shore. Everyone stay calm. He's like, I already screwed up my spine after lifting that boulder in season one. I might as well just start lifting straight up battleships out of the water now. Yep, it's just uh, awesome scene. I love seeing this guy. I miss him. Welcome to our island. And then we have Miss Universe herself <laughs> showing her crazy side again. She's uh, She comes running up and says, Welcome to Paradise Island. <laughs> wow, you killed that note. Welcome to Paradise Island. And she said, You've come this far to join us for some tea? And our buddy Nicola... <laughs> She says, our buddy Nicola has loved being here, and we've got Levi standing right behind him with a sword half an inch in his back. Uh, a and- couple things here. I mean, yeah, you're right. Hanji is super cute right here. I don't know if you did her justice in those notes. It didn't really seem like you were prepared for for uh, for your big moments, because this is your girl, and you were like, and she was like, welcome to the island. No, she's like, ah! That's more like Hanji. That was Hanji. That's what I said. I said Miss Universe herself. Her crazy side is coming back. I mean, you started off nice, but when you got to the actual quote, you just didn't do it justice at all. Well, because here's why. We're about to get to that part. Nikola then yells at the Marley people and says, don't worry about me, just shoot these devils. As Hanji looks shocked by him saying that. She's just really hurt. Yeah. Such a gracious guest. She's like, what? What? You don't love us? And then Levi calls her act a shitty skit. And that was the point I was getting to. She's being crazy and all, but it's a very shitty skit. Which, to be fair, you know, this is some damn good acting she's going to have to put up. If Levi's going to just right out there in the open have a sword in this guy's back, you're really going to have to sell the acting here to make anyone believe you. And it's just a major feat. Not even uh, you as Johnny Appleseed could have done it in second grade. (laughs) You're probably right about that. And then we've got this one Marley fuck. He's not buying it at okay. all. So this guy, he looks like an older, less impressive Magath. I he like does. to call him Nagath because it nags me that we didn't have any Magath this episode. Okay. Whoa. Coming with the heat. I like that. We'll, we'll call this guy Nagath then. 
And uh, yeah, he's ready to shoot him at all costs. He doesn't give a fuck. She asks, though, why they don't want to be friendly as he turns around to see MFNG, Mr. Friendly Nice Guy, staring yep. down upon him. And he, to his credit, he's not startled by this. No, he's not. He's seen a Titan before. He's like, what? I know this thing just picked our ship up and took us all the way over here, but what's he going to do? Yeah, He's like, what could possibly go wrong at this stage in the events taking place? So this guy has great resolve because he says he won't yield to these devils as he starts to shoot his gun. And we get a cute-ass Hanji squeal right here, right when someone pulls the trigger. What's your best Hanji squeal? Ooh, okay. When the gun is fired, only to see that it's six foot ten Yelener, Yelener, <laughs> six foot ten Yelener herself uh, shooting the guy in the back of the head, just fucking savage. So a couple things here. Nagath tells them to go drink pig's piss. Do you think he has them collecting it and then pouring it in cups to drink, or are they sipping it straight from the spout on his mind? No, he heard about Zachley. And how oh, fucked up yeah, that guy yeah. is, he knows that they've got pig piss just... Yeah. Or at least Zachary So not does. only is it pig's piss straight from the spout, but the pig's upside down. Yes. Because Zachary loves turning people upside down. Oh, he does. Hopefully Zachary, we see Zachary, that guy. it's both. I don't even... Which one are they calling it's him Zach, nowadays? I mean, it's Zachary. You're exactly right. <laughs> so then... Okay, this Yelena bitch, or as you said, Yelena, she just... She looks creepy. I putting it out there now. I kind of said it last episode. I don't trust her one iota. I kind of do, man. I'm gonna have to oh, disagree what, with you here. What a terrible take! This is an awful. Just listen to my take. Hear okay. me out. All right, give me your take. She reminds me of like a Russian mafia uh, hit artist. She's like one of those people that just terrible disguise. She's the girl on Dodgeball. Have you ever seen the movie Dodgeball? Uh, stop talking about other movies. All I'm saying is, <laughs> oh, we get it. You want to rock bangs. Chill out. Your bangs can go over your forehead. There's no reason for them to go all the way across your head. It's part of the disguise. She's getting ready Gosh. for... We get it. You have a friend. They weren't any good at schooling or college. Neither was I, so they just dropped out and became a hairstylist. <laughs> so, she... How original. <laughs> So she would be glad to drink some tea with her, okay? You'll miss your leaner. She turns to Aaron and says she's long to meet him as well. God. Once again, all the iotas in the world to give, not given this bitch, one. I I like this because even Hanji and Levi, they're like, holy crap, did you see that? She did just shot see? the guy in the back of the head. I do. What I do want is a, uh, a Yolina... Now I'm making her yo, Lena, not Yelena. Uh, her and Levi to stand side by side. Yeah, Yelani would be towering over this guy. Yeah. It would be hilarious. Yeah, Yanoni would be look so yeah. silly. It would be funny, too, because even 6'4", Irwin, um, I don't know if that's his height, but that's my guess. If I, I mean, I've examined this man's body probably as closely as anyone has, and 6'4", Irwin made Levi look like he was your height. So 4'9". I mean, it was tremendous. She's just she's trying to be like a Hanji ripoff. There's only one woman who can get horny at the sight of Titans and still make it cute, and that is Hanji. Okay, she's not getting horny at the sight of a Titan. She's getting horny at the sight of a god. Well, how many? I mean, how many gods does she get to have? Because 
Well, there's two of them. One of them is the founding titan, and one of them has royal blood. Well, get as over we your, come to find. Get over yourself, out. Yolani. So we get the OP banger as always. I think me and you like did a few fist pumps in the air during it. Oh yeah, I was drumming on my knees. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go. And another thing. What? Before we get into the second minute of this episode, let me touch on another <laughs> thing here. What exactly is Nagath and this ship's... What is their plan? What are they doing? I don't know. Were they just trying to rescue the two ships that had already went on shore? They're like, all right, we're taking this city. Here we go. So, the plan. Let me break it down. One boat. They show up. They get wrecked. Then, we send in another boat behind them, like 15 minutes later. And then when that one gets screwed up, we'll send in another two, like another 15 minutes later. Like what? What's up with these staggered attacks? You all show up at once. What do you? Yep. It's just crazy. You know what it is, man. All of their their smart military people are fighting in that war, and they're just like, oh, we'll just send these guys. We'll send Nagath over there. And they're like, Nagath? We're really gonna send that guy? They sent an entire war, warrior titan unit out there that came back missing two titans, and then they go, oh, we'll send Nagath. Him and the boys ought to be able to retake the town. Anyway, yeah. please get on to the second minute. I'm of getting episode. on to the second minute of this episode, and we get to young Sasha, Connie, and John. Wow, is it great to see young Sasha in this episode, dude? This really not grinded my gears because that would mean I didn't like it. This really just put a, a warm felt hug on my heart seeing yeah. young Sasha back. Just snoozing on a rock. Yeah, and she's snoozing, and Connie's talking about the big-ass lady uh, shooting her captain and how savage that was. Big-time drooler. Do you ever wake up and have a little drool in the pillow? Uh, you a drooler? Okay. <coughs> Occasionally. Oh, right. Um, in the sorry. Mind. You all right? Occasionally. I, I'm assuming I don't drool as much as you, though, during the night. Oh, you seem like a drooler. Big-time drooler. Yeah. Could have guessed that. It's because I can't breathe out of my nose. So. Yeah. John says it doesn't matter. We cannot trust them. So Jean, you know, he's he's always got his brains. He's being skeptical of him. And Mikasa grabs Sasha by the hair and tells her to wake up. <laughs> I love Mikasa when she actually shows emotions to other people besides Aaron. It really, like, that's something you don't get to see a lot. And when she's fucking around with Sasha, that's always great. Armin then says that they are lucky that this lady... <laughs> what? Uh, Armin's hair is so ridiculous. <laughs> What a goofy the old arm and hairstyle. What a goofy little haircut. Yeah, he says they're lucky that this lady is even willing to share this info with them. And then Aaron agrees and says they've been really lucky to land this crew and that the whole fleet hasn't even shown up yet. So Aaron, you know, he seems more emotional here, does he not? He doesn't seem like the, hey, guys, let's go across the sea. He doesn't seem like that guy here. Yeah. Which is also why, like, the timing of it seems a little weird. I don't know. What do you think of the animation in this episode? And when I say that, I mean specifically the characters. It's kind of, I know it's a completely different studio. We necessarily haven't saw, like, the younger self mm-hmm. with this art style, but it does look a little off. Yeah, I can't decide if it's because, like, they got to do their new ver like, their older characters, and we've never seen those before. So I like the way those look, and then they had to do a version of these characters that we've already seen. Yeah, something just looks a little bit weird at times. 
And I don't know if it's bad animation or if it's just different animation, yeah. but I definitely kind of picked up on it. Yeah, I agree. And I think Armin, to me, felt the most the same out of anyone. Yeah, I would agree with that. Aaron yeah. is the one that looks kind of weird sometimes. Like, Yeah, especially the pa- like this past Aaron, yeah. know, the three years ago Aaron. I don't know. Something was a little off. We go back to... <laughs> We then go down to the tents with Yelena and them in it, and we've got Hanji staring directly into the barrel of a pistol. <laughs> and I like to think that Levi knows that Hanji staring into the barrel of this gun is like the biggest no-no of all time, but he's willing to just roll the dice after dealing with her as a commander for just one year. Yeah, not to mention this is her last eye. She's only got one eye left, and she's just like, fuck it, <laughs> just staring down it. And she's she'd, just still, hate, she'd still kick ass if she was blind, no worries. This is the Hanji I fell in love with, man. Just in utter amazement by this stuff. I, like She steals this episode. I'm loving Hanji. God, man. I felt a tingle down, okay. down low. Because she just gets all giddy. Whenever she gets giddy about something, it's just so heartwarming. Your boy just can't take it sometimes. Well, stop tingling over there, buddy, and let's move on. Yelena's like, yeah, that's just a standard... Uh, standard pistol we got there in Marley and says that the army has 20,000 soldiers mm-hmm. per division, yeah. 50 divisions, yeah. which is then a million soldiers. That's and I did all that math in my head. I didn't even... Such good math by thank you. Thank you. I'm so lucky that they didn't say that in the episodes. You I know. all by yourself. I literally just had to do the math. It was nutty. You didn't even pull out a calculator. I was watching you. You were just you counted it out in sweet tarts, <laughs> which took a long time, but damn it, you did it. I did it, man. And then as she says that, they go, well, we have nine scouts that survived Shiganshina. That should be enough. So how do those numbers work out? <laughs> she then talks about the Navy with three fleets, though, and each fleet having 21 ships. Mm-hmm. And then goes on to say that they have aerial weapons. Oh, okay. Not bad. And Hanji acts really surprised. So Hanji and Levi are like, wow, so it sounds like we could probably just hop on over there, do a little sneak attack, and only lose seven people and actually have a great victory. Yeah, Levi's like, if we could board the horses onto the ship, we can get on the horses as Mm -hmm. soon as we get off, and we can just take everyone on with the nine scouts that we have. He's like, because how crazy would it be if we did just like a sneak attack and we like did some serious damage and only lost seven people and got back here? Probably could never do that, huh? That would never happen. So yeah, Levi's like, hey, calm the fuck down, Hanji. You're going to make us look weak. If you keep doing that. And then that's when we get Onyokapon. He then says that they do have vehicles that will allow them to attack from the sky. And we're like, hey, Onyokapon, tall bitch just told us. We understood, yeah. okay? And then that makes Hanji freak out even more Quit after rubbing what Levi it in. said. Hanji's just cannot control herself this episode, and it just fucking makes me not be able to control myself. Poor Levi, dude. And Hanji then asked her, she's like, why have they not attacked in the past year then if they have all this stuff? But yeah, let's talk about poor Levi with Hanji. I just feel like he, back when Erwin was around, he had like that breath of fresh air where he could have, you know, a serious conversation with someone, someone that understood him and thought kind of the same way he was thinking. And even if they didn't think the same way, it was an opinion that he respected. I feel like this guy is so tired just one year into this (laughs) between all the bullshit that's going on. He's just like, oh. Well, think about the crew he was around without Erwin. He had a guy that just literally sniffed everyone. Yep. He had another guy that just bit his tongue right. every time he talked. So you, he couldn't even have a conversation with that guy. And then he's got Hanji just getting horny at any little like excitement in life. And none of those people were bad soldiers. That was like the best yeah. they had to offer. <laughs> 
And then he had Petra, who uh, her dad was, was just, just like cute as a button. Yeah, her dad wanted them to get married, and we all know how that went. How what happened? Well, she got a she got exploded on a tree by Annie. Oh, dude, don't say that. Speaking of Annie, I hope we get a little bit of her this episode. No way. So, Yelena says there's two reasons why they haven't attacked. One is the pure titans, because there are too many of them for a ground assault. And, you know, they were originally used to attack Paradise, but that also hinders their ability to attack Paradise themselves. What goes around comes around. And Levi's like, ain't that funny. I love Levi's little <laughs> smart-ass remarks. And he this. just cracks up. He loses yeah. it. He just absolutely just... Have we heard Levi laugh ever? Uh, I don't think we've heard him laugh. We've heard him slightly chuckle. Okay. When uh, Mikasa uh, punched, you know. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, who was it? What are you smoking? Remember he? Oh, when when uh, Historia punched uh, him. Historia, yes. And he really because then Mikasa he just smiled. told Historia. Like, yes. Yes. Okay. That's uh, really then he just smiled though. He didn't even really chuckle. It, it was kind of like a hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the biggest chuckle you can get out of Levi. He's probably still so embarrassed by that. He's like, damn it, I let them see my weak side. <laughs> I never have had the same amount of respect since that day. That day. Good reference. Whoa. Levi, then, yeah, after he says that, he's like, aren't you just going to report um, that we... Or No, sorry. Yelener says, since we're camping outside the walls right now, does that mean that... You've killed all the Titans because there's no Titans around. And then that's when Levi's like, so what? And they're like, no, they could be here any second now. <laughs> Levi's like, so what? Are you just going to report that back to Marley? And she gets that look in her eyes again and is just blown away because that they just exceed her expectations that they were able to kill all the pure Titans. The second reason is because they are at war with other nations and that when Paradise captured the female and colossal titan, the other nations took notice of that and went on the attack. I like to think of the other nations in battle and being like, hey, this is like our third battle with these guys, and that skyscraper thing has not shown up once. <laughs> Should we let other people know? Should we keep fighting? And another guy's like, maybe. We yeah. should probably tell somebody that we realize this. He's like, that one bitch with the crazy roundhouse kick hasn't shown up yet. What's happening? Where are those guys? <laughs> Hanji asks if they are secret agents. So, sorry. She asks, if you are secret agents, then you must be from other nations that they've conquered. And Yolani says that, no, when they conquered us, they forced us to be in their army. She said, we were kind of, you know, put in this situation. It's not like we really wanted to. She said that we felt powerless with no way to attack back until we met him. Monkey man. She says, God. God. And I say, hey, your mommy, it's a scary monkey, you crazy bitch. What are you talking about? Yeah, and then we get a little pan down uh, camera angle, and her pants are just soaked. And Levi's like, damn it, Aaron, go grab a mop. Yeah, Yelena, she, she likes them giant monkeys, if you know what I mean. Mr. Beast Man. Zeke Yeager. I'm talking about Zeke Yeager. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought to like a. I didn't know what you were talking about. King Kong fan, or well, basically, yeah, pretty much. 
She says under Zeke's command, they shot their superiors and that they are anti-Marlian volunteers. <laughs> what a stupid fucking name. AMVs. We, we call ourselves the anti-Marlian volunteers. The AMV. It's got a great acronym. If you do AMV. Maybe so. All I'm saying <laughs> is you can never be a cool team if at the end you call yourself volunteers. <laughs> Yeah, you're so right on that. We don't have to do this. We're volunteering (laughs) for it. That reminds me of some uh, college football team. They're like, hey, what should we call ourselves? Well, I'll tell you one thing. We don't like those Marlians. Okay, we're anti-Marlians. And, uh, hey, Yelena, do you have to do this? She says, no, I'm just volunteering. (laughs) All right, we're the anti-Marlian volunteers. That was a great Yelena impression, dude. You You knocked that out of the park. Hey, but listen, their goal is to free the Eldian people. So stop bashing them, man. I think you got... Man, you're, I'm just so not looking forward to the shit talking from the second half what? of this episode that you're going to say. What are you say. talking about? I we love, all know what you're going to do. I love the second half of this episode. I don't know what you're talking about. God. We then go to the conference hall with a bunch of familiar faces. Hanji is explaining Zeke's requests when a lot of these... Soldiers inside are yelling, that's absurd, he's the beast titan. Did you not forget, or did you not remember that he turned half of a village into titans and then chucked rocks at all of our scouts? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but Yolener says he's a nice guy. He says he's not that bad once you get to know him. <laughs> and then we got Zachary. Zachary is back. Yep, Zachary's back. He says that his Zeke's one and he only He looks like goal. a wise old fox. He is. Okay. <laughs> Zachary's like, his one and only goal was to retake the founding Titans. Since he can't by force, he will do it diplomatically. Pix is being a fucking boss, like usual, just... Mm-hmm. Whoa, that is terrible note-taking. What? No way. <laughs> Pix is being a fucking boss, says that he wants to hear what Zeke has to say. Pix has always been like this. He's never just going to... Be like these other hey, cucks. Now that Erwin's gone, Pixis is like the most, most like Erwin as far as thinking, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm buying he, it. That. He's like Erwin as in Erwin knew that they had to branch out and take these risky, you know, what I don't even know what you Pixis call it. Pixis straight up said that he, he was thinking like, he was had plans to kill the king, but Erwin yeah. had a plan that made him not have to do it. So he was like, oh, great. Let's just go with that. Yeah. Now he's like, fuck, I gotta do my own plans now. <laughs> Hanji then says Zeke has a secret plan and it requires a titan with royal blood and the founding titan. And when she says that, Aaron has one of his uh, puberty moments. Yeah. And he loses his shit again. And then that's when Mikasa, I'll hand this over to you. She says, Aaron. She gets startled. Aaron. I, th- here, let me try it again because she yeah. is. This is really good. Do it a little better. This is really great voice acting work by whoever voices uh, Mikasa. She goes, you know, usually she's the very flat-lined Aaron. This time she's kind of spooked. She's Aaron. Yeah, that was good. Aaron. And Aaron, I don't know what it is. He there's just certain times when they show him, he looks like a bug. (laughs) Wait, what? He looks like a bug. You think he looks like a bug here? There's not necessarily in this point, but they show him later in the background. And he looks like a praying mantis or something like that. 
uh, of this se- of this like conference room or what? It might be the second time they're in the conference room. Okay. But all I know is at one point I saw Aaron and I thought, who let that bug in here? Well, I don't remember that. I, I want you to point that out to me. Let's rewatch it after this. Like we normally it, do. I feel like you're taking this too literally, Chad. There's not an actual bug in the room. His face, just he's got oh. like these big bug eyes, and I don't know. I thought you meant there was like an Easter egg in the show where they actually no. made him look like a praying man. No, you're a moron. Do better notes. These notes are awesome. Did you talk about all these new people? Like Which we new got, people? We've got a lot of new people in here with just big noses, and they all seem to be very loud. Yeah, I did. I said these guys are like, oh, what about when oh, when the Beast Titan, he turned that village into Titans? Okay. Those guys. Yeah, I don't like these guys. What do you think about them? I think that they are just called big-nosed guys who seem to be very loud, number one through number 12. Okay. Let's remember just that. keep yawning into the microphone. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Sleepy vibes tonight, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, guys, I'm, on, I'm absolutely on one right now. Let's go. I'm hyped. I'm hyping myself up as we speak. Just wait to see how little <laughs> he, con- he contributes in the second half of this. Because I watched this guy while I was feverishly taking notes, and he was like, I think at one point, he was just tossing sweet tarts into his mouth. Hey, I'm going to keep moving forward. Aaron then explains that the one time he actually was able to use the founding titan power was when he touched his bitch of an ex-wife of his dad's in season two of Attack on Titan. Uh Uh-huh. Miss Royale. Dinah, stupid name, Fritz. Should be Dina. He says, yeah, that's right, my father's other wife, because that guy raked in the pussy. He planted a great, pretty seed. Although Carla's really the only woman you ever need. Oh, what a... Yeah, I have a feeling that the only reason Aaron looks as sexy as he does is because of Carla. Well, girls are saying that Aaron looks sexy. I'm not saying that I said he looks sexy. I'm saying like other people are kind of saying that. Zeke, her son. I would like to say off mic later in the episode, you said, I'm just glad we got to see Aaron's six pack. Well, okay, I didn't stop bringing shit on the I pod. Mean, that's, that's what not you said. said with a mouthful of sweet tarts. I did not say that, guys. You did. You're not wrong, buddy. He was fucking hot. Whoa. That's a hot piece of dick. <laughs> Anyways. I'd like to. Slide down those cum gutters like it was a damn oh water slide. God, dude, your filthy fucking mouth. Sorry. Wash it out with soap after this pot. <laughs> oh, I'd love to ride a bar of soap down those. Oh, dude. <laughs> down that tin roof of a body. Speaking of bar of soaps and bodies, the other day I was watching SpongeBob. Oh my god, I was so worried you were gonna say that you could smell me from over. <laughs> Well, that too. I mean, I think you... Nah, whatever. I was watching Spongebob. He Mm -hmm. was bathing Gary. He said, the blooms. He was looking at the bar of soap. And he says, he looks at Gary with a wink in his eye and says, don't drop the soap. (laughs) I thought that was the coolest shit Spongebob's ever done. That's so good. And that's not... That's something that you don't catch when you're 10 years old. Yeah. But when you're you're 24 years old, like you are now and watching it, everything just fits together. Spongebob Chronicles coming soon. You're right. When I'm 19, you're, I'm 19 years old, guys. Don't listen to whatever you uh, just I said. I mean, when you're 47 years old. So, yeah, he says Zeke, her son, must have figured a way to go around the king's will 
and he thinks that the answer is to activate the rumbling of millions of titans. And you know what? Ugh. A million soldiers seems like a lot until you mention millions of colossal titans come erupting from a wall and rumbling the plains of I'm not, the world. I'm not liking him saying that. Um, did we not get the whole speech from... I know Willie's. Uh, he was a shitbag. It's Willie, but... Mm-hmm. Him saying that... And his name was Willie. Yeah. Mr. Willie, he said that activating the rumbling would cause, like, the entire ecosystems of the Earth to die. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we have Aaron saying that this is a great answer to, to like, counter everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see how Oh, many... my. I mean, this is not looking good, guys. What are you doing? Huh? Yeah. I, I mistyped something. I was fixing it. For myself. <laughs> All right. So it's leave peak brain performance, ladies and gentlemen. Peak. peak I see what you did there. <laughs> Levi asks what's, uh, why he kept that a secret, and he explains that he was protecting his storia, but he acknowledges that it was careless. You think uh, Levi says we'll talk about it later? I bet Levi really doesn't care that much. Do you? The Kara. fact that Aaron was protecting Historia because he didn't want the military to do something to her. Do you think Levi actually is like, you douchebag? You think he'll kick Aaron again with that sassy-ass leg kick? No, I do think, because I feel like at this point, Levi... Okay, there's a couple different things. After Erwin sacrificed himself for Levi to get a chance to pull this thing off, and then after Levi sacrificed Erwin again to bring back Armin, that is, if... Erwin hadn't already died in that last moment or whatever, then, like, I think Levi's done with being, like, he needs to do whatever it takes to just lay back and relax. What is that? You mean, like, do whatever it takes to end this so he can lay back and relax? Is that what you mean? Pretty much, yeah. I think this guy's so tired. This guy's the next Sleepy Keith right here and waiting. Yeah, but he's still got that, you know, those eyes and that that hair and he's not looking too sleepy man he's looking he's looking fully well yeah because he he hasn't been awake for eight years like sleepy keith okay he's only he's only a year into this thing. okay so you're saying a few years down the line he's got a great skincare routine what is that oh well just moisturize 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 okay okay i don't know how you know that but moving on because my skin is that of a baby's batoose. Caboose, not a batoose. A caboose. Oh, this spot is so bad, dude. No one's going to be It's your to fault. This. I swear to God, it's your fault. I'm killing it. Dude, I've got so much energy right now. I am just a blossom of energy. Oh, my God. All right. So certain people are objecting and want to hang the Marleyans that... How, how do you say this shit? Marleyans? Marleyans? Marley Ann's like why are you questioning this right now of all times uh, we've been calling them Marleyans forever you called them Marleyans one time now all of a sudden you're questioning how you're saying it okay. wake up sorry certain people want to hang the Marleyans and that are here but Hanji you know she's using logic and reasoning says that we need these volunteers to protect the island from scout ships because we now have ships with wireless radio and I've got a note about the wireless radio, but before, I just want to... I didn't feel like you made a big enough deal about it. I thought Queen Historia had a lot of good points this episode. I felt like she really let her opinion be heard, 
just in this yeah. room full of men, you know, shouting over each other. And, you know, Hanji had a couple good points. I just felt like she did a great job of just being heard. So um, She did. Good job, Historia. She's queening, and as I like to call it. So back to the wireless radio. They're like, yeah, we got to have those wireless radios. They're super important as we cut to the wireless radio, which sounds like... Second boat. Terrible. You didn't catch on to this, Ronnie. Okay, the whole reason it sounded like that is because Yelena. She was, yeah. She was faking it. Right, because she's a shady bitch. Yes. She is. Okay, I'll give you that one. She's definitely not to be trusted. Especially when you're a follower of Zeke. I'm just going to come out and say it, man. I am not trusting Zeke. What do you think about this? Oh, but you trust Yelena? Yeah. I call her a bitch. Oh, Rami, she's really not that bad. You just got to, like, get to know her. When you scroll back through this episode, when she's talking into the microphone to that other ship, this bitch could play a woman version of the Joker when she's talking to that race. She looks so horrifyingly contorted that it horrified me. How about that? It. <laughs> Can you say horrifying again? You said it, like, eight yeah. times. She was so hor- horrifyingly horrifying that it horrified me. Wow. You whore. This podcast just sucks balls. I'm sorry, guys. I really thought I was bringing the energy today, but... It's because I can see literal Zs coming from your head right now. (laughs) So, yeah, she's using that. She's telling the others that they're shipwrecked. Come and help us. We need you. She's being a shady bitch, just like Ronnie said. And as they start to come, Armin transforms. (laughs) What? Sorry. Armin, you are five years old. Armin transforms in water. But did you notice that Armin did not use his full potential in this? Yes. That was great. You know how I noticed? Because there wasn't a nuke. Because an atomic bomb didn't go off, Chadley. That's how I noticed. He gets all of them to jump (laughs) off board, swim to the island. Because Levi Levi was blown up into 18 smithereens. That's how I picked up on the fact that he didn't use his full power. (laughs) And we get to Chaz, Chaz Chad's quote of the day. Because there wasn't a radioactive wasteland (laughs) laying in the destruction. That is how I knew. And yes, you're right. This is the quote of the week. Yeah, quote of the day from Levi. Unless you have a quote of the day tomorrow, which you don't. It's the quote of the week. Welcome to the fishy island. Dude, that's autocorrect. That is so fucked up. I cannot believe this. My laptop just failed me like that. I don't care if it said this uh, garbage island. You should have been able to, on the fly, correct the quote of the week. Well, it's my quote of the day. Oh, my God. Welcome to... All right, we're doing this again. Let's go. Welcome to this fishy island is nowhere near as... Well, it is as funny, but... I mean, how funny it would be if it was Welcome to this fishy island of fishy devils Oh my god Welcome to this filthy island of filthy devils You're gonna love it Oh, you're so okay Well, as long as you like pig piss I love this quote, we gotta try this one again I'm gonna let you say it this time I'm not trying it again (laughs) Alright, here we go Quote of the week Welcome to this fishy (laughs) island Just kidding, just kidding 
Welcome to the filthy island of filthy devils. You're gonna love it. That was good. That was good. And then I was sitting there watching and I went, ha! Levi. And then he goes, well, as long as you like pig piss. And you know what? I can't think of a single pig I've seen on this island in four seasons, but apparently they are world-renowned for pig piss. And I think I mentioned it. It's all because of Zachary. We know Zachary does some weird shit. He's been collecting pig piss. Zachary's doing all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. And by pig piss, I mean all of those uh, noble guys that he's been stealing their piss because he still has them chained up underground um, doing that butt luge. What is it? A butt... Uh, butt plugs. Butt, pl- butt plug. Did you call it a pluge? A butt luge. A butt lube. A butt luge. A butt luge. luge. L o o g e luge. A butt luge is when you like put something up your your butt and it mm. like does crazy things with your butt, makes noises and stuff. Or not? It makes noises. You like <laughs> you put it up your butt and it, yeah. And I think you like drink beer from it. I think that's when you drink beer from your butt cheeks. Um. Okay. A butt luge. Is that not a butt luge? I known it as a different, um, what is an enema? Oh, dude. An An enema? Oh, I've got an enema story. Because I watched um, My Strange Addiction one time. Okay, yeah, an enema is a procedure in which liquid or gas is injected into the rectum, which sounds like a really good time. But one time I watched that show My Strange Addiction. I'm not, you know usually watching that show because sometimes i see something i'm like well i do that so this is kind of awkward but there was this there was this couple that did uh coffee enemas where they would pour coffee down their stank hole and they're like Uh, yeah i just love the way it makes me feel i do it like three times a day and honestly it's hard to like work a normal job just because i gotta pour that pour that brew down the the hole down the hole chimney down the chimney. I was trying to think of a, a word for butthole that would rhyme with brew. Couldn't come up with it. Do. Yeah. Pour do, that do. brew down right on past the do. Speaking of uh, butt stories. Yeah. Do you want me to tell the butt story now or do you want to wait for later? I love any time you tell me a butt story. So when I was like six years old. Yeah. Um, I used to do this right, thing this where I... This might be a bit of a creepy butt story. Hold on. <laughs> Strap it on, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a little pedophile, pedophilish. My uh, uncle... No, I'm just kidding. I was six years old and I used to hold in my poos. Yeah. Because I was afraid to go to the bath. I thought there was like monsters in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Or not monsters, but like snakes. Right. If you sit on the toilet, the snake could come up and bite you. There's like definitely I was a here. snake coming out if you're holding it in. Yeah. So I had held it in for so long that I couldn't uh, do the do. And I remember telling my mommy, and she was like, oh, that's not good. She's you like, should you got to do the poo. She was like, here's a suppository. Do you know what a suppository is? Where they just stick your fingers, their fingers up and kind of plunger a, it out? That's a pro, I think that's a prostate exam. This is a, like a stick. Okay, pause real quick. Remember where you are in the story. Make a mental note. Yep. Dude, how scared are you for a prostate exam? Do you ever think about this? No, I never once. You've never thought about it? No. You've never thought about, you know, unless I die in some tragic way, eventually I'm going to have to get a prostate exam and what that's going to be like? I'm not, like, afraid of that type of stuff. Things going in there. Yeah, I guess you've... Okay, yeah, yeah. It's something that I worry about, but it sounds like... Yeah, that's... (laughs) Because there's no Uh... telling what... What's All right. So anyway, thing? so your mom stuck her fingers up. Uh, wait, no, no. How did it go? How did it go? Ronnie, 
How did she it go? stuck a suppository up there. People know what a spot. For some reason, you don't know, but people do know what a suppository is. Put it in my bosom. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. Well, no well, pun intended. Like, because you actually shit me a lot. 30 seconds later, it was an avalanche came out of my... 30 seconds later? It's one of those things where you stick it up and you're like, oh, what was... Wait, oh. is a suppository the pill that goes up your butthole? Yes. Dude, I had some of those. Yeah. And, and, oh, man. I'm getting choked up thinking about it because it was terrifying. Yeah. It was like like a lava, a stream of lava just flooded out of my, whatever you call the thing inside you. What do you call that? Your dank hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's the medical term. It just flowed out of me. And I remember it was the best feeling in the world. I like pooing for anyone right. to know. I just like that feeling. It was the best feeling ever because I had held it in for so long. And that's how I overcame my fear of the snakes um, inside the toilet. Over Overcame your fear of snakes, but you still have yet to overcome your 30-year addiction of suppositories. So, yeah. I mean, good luck with that. Hope you can make it better. Thank God this uh, this podcast hasn't sunk down into bathroom stories yet. I'm glad that we can kind of keep those at bay. Yeah. Uh, I know exactly where we're at. We're going to go back to it. We go back to Armin. Well, here's the best part. It's my turn. I know, but I'm going to say this okay, right here. Okay, go for it. We go back to Armin your part uh, thank you thank you for handing that off to me so if you're still around after chad's horrible note taking and then that uh the poop stories welcome welcome into the second half of the episode where ronnie will be your guide let's just take you on a magical wonderland so can you set me up again we go back to armin holding his seashells and he's just telling his story still and Armin says that if there's one thing we figured out at this point, it's that we Eldians are certainly feared and hated by the rest of the world. So it took him a little time to get used to that, but he's with it. But he says not everyone across the sea was against them, and they found out the world itself was complex and full of unknowns. Where we get my personal favorite shot of the episode, because we cut to a scene where Jean, Connie, and Sasha are looking at what appeared to be some <laughs> very basic blueprints... But they look as if someone just handed them nuclear launch codes. Yeah, I've never seen somebody so excited. I don't even think they well, would know how to read blueprints. Con- Connie looks terrified. I don't know if you notice this. He looks scared. Sasha's drooling. Well, she's like drooling of excitement, and Jean's got a happy face. I was so confused by this. I didn't see Connie. I think you're wrong. His mouth was agape because he was so shocked that okay. such valuable information just fell into their lap. Because... <laughs> I don't even know what these blueprints are for. What could the blueprints possibly have been to make them so excited? So, Onya Capone, he's here, and he's giving Hanji some major fuck eyes. Well, so. not even just him, but we get Hanji, you know, looking him up and down. And I just want to come out and say this, because I know people are probably going to ask about it. Yeah. I'm happy for her, and I'm ha- if she's happy, I'm happy, and I'm... You know, if she wants to move on and go to other places, that's fine with me. I'm completely happy with that. So, okay. So as long me, as she's happy, I'm happy is what I want to say. That is so big of you. It's so big of you. That's why you're as timeless as her. Okay. Sasha doesn't make things awkward at all by asking him why he has dark skin. He, uh, he tells her it's because our creator thought it's more interesting with a mix of people. All right, pause for a second. Yep. Now listen. I low-key think Anya Capone is quickly climbing to the top of the hottest pieces of dick in this show. Okay. 
but this answer was stupidly confusing. What do you mean by that? Well, here, he goes on. He says, you subjects of Ymir are the same. Well, we exist because we were wanted. Hey, what? <laughs> what are you saying? Hey, but then he comes up with Chad's mania's honorary, honorary quote of the day. Yep, his honorarily quote of the day. Yep. Yep. Quote of the week. Well, I'm, I'm letting you say it because you got the notes. <laughs> See, I had a couple uh, little jokies written down, so I'm going to have the quote. But it sounds like the quote since was, it's your honorarily quote of the day, you well, probably okay, have it, Okay, do right? your jokes, and then I'll get to it. This is terrible. Did we even watch Armin freaks episode? out and says, wait, who created us? And he tells him, the founder, Ymir, God. He then realizes he's not in the most religious of rooms and people aren't buying into what he's saying. So he just says, you know, uh, that's what some people believe. Uh, aren't we free to think what we want? And that is Chasmania's quote of the day. Aren't we free to think what we want? Because these fools, well, not fools. I, I don't know why I'm calling Armin and gang fools. These people were not free to think what they want their mm-hmm. entire 100 years on this island. So that's why they're so mind-fucked so by like, everything he's saying. They're like, no, we we can't think what we <laughs> yeah. want. Erwin's uh, dad was killed in cold blood because he thought what he wanted. So Onya Capone is becoming a priest, and we're going to start having church every okay. uh, every other day on the island. So that will be something fun to look out for. I do like this scene, though, because it just shows how... These, they really are so ignorant to the rest of the world. We are, and poor Onya Capone yeah. really took the brute force of it because yeah. <laughs> he just looks silly. He he completely forgot who he was talking to. He's right like, here. wait, you guys haven't heard of? <laughs> yeah. Let's lighten up the mood. We cut over to the biggest surf and turf event the island of Paradise has ever seen. Uh, Sasha Sasha's face starts leaking because she's eating some of Chef Nicolo's lobster. And Dude, I had a hot take about Nikola. I, I know we're about to get into it, but I want to say that he is the absolute worst chef in Marley. Mm-hmm. But he's just—he's like over so pa- He's so passionate about his food. He's like, oh, well, they haven't had good food before. Maybe like they'll actually enjoy it. Like somebody will enjoy my food for. Like one. all he's doing to that lobster is just boiling it for thirty yeah. minutes and putting it on a plate. And you're like, oh my god. There's no ingredients involved. He's just like. <laughs> He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just stirring it. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. (laughs) He's like throwing in grass. He's like, I don't fucking know what to do. (laughs) He's like like teaching everyone how to cook. He's like, and then you throw a little salt to taste. And they're like, wait, what? What is to taste? And he's just like, it's just, you just got to have the, you got to have the cooking feel to it. He's just salt baying everything. everything. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're like, whoa, Whoa, what impressive This guy's amazing. Because even salt bay here in this world was impressive. We're like, holy shit, look at how it just rolls off his unclean elbow. (laughs) But no, he's at first, he's extremely annoyed with how uh, Sasha's consuming this lobster, which is the correct reaction, let's be honest. But it oh, seems, I love this, dude. But it Bring seems back that, hungry Sash. But it seems as if our guy Nicolo might be into more than he would have thought. Is <laughs> 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 this a 90s was... sitcom? <laughs> and he might have been into more than he thought. <laughs> ah, all right, let me try that again. But it seems as if, if our guy... <laughs> I was putting so much effort into saying his name a fancy way, I just butchered the rest of it. It seems as if our guy, Nicolo, might be into 
this weather. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get a Discord that we just put out the worst uh, podcast of all time. This directly is a after. great podcast. What are you talking about? More in the Discord later. No, he's into how Sasha's eating this lobster more than he initially thought because he's ready to serve up another lobster. Wait, let me get this line right because it's so great. Because he's ready to serve up another lobster called his penis. Oh my, that was brilliant. (laughs) That was way better than I expected. Is he not? He He is. But as I said with my old take, I like to think that no one has ever liked the food that he's cooked. So he just starts blushing. He's like, somebody actually liked my cooking. (laughs) <laughs> Little did he know that Sasha ate dried crackers this way. Yeah. Aaron, we cut over to him, Armin, and Mikasa, and they're working on his rifle shot for all those times that he isn't a titan and shooting guns like we've seen, you know, so many times. And Armin is talking about how the port should be finished soon thanks to the Marlian engineers. Now, this confused me. Why would they be building a port? Maybe they're just ready to just start, uh, you know, shipping. They're just ready to start shipping. Yeah, see, here's the thing, because in this episode, all we've seen is how not having a port actually came to their advantage because these ships showed up, and there's nowhere for them to go. They're just, like, floating in the water. Does it mean that, like, during this three years, they had Marley ships going back and forth somehow? What do you mean? I meant, like, uh, because this is three years in the past still, right? So... Uh, three years before Aaron did his whole declaration of war. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying during this three, they built a port. Does this mean that any of them went? Because Yelena obviously went back to Marley. Right. So did she ever go back to Marley and then come back to Paradise and then go back again? Is that why they had a port? I don't. I think the only thing that I'm missing here for me to make sense of it is for them to say, yeah, we've been building ships. Because like... If they had a bunch of ships that they used to, like, mm-hmm. obviously they would need a port. Yeah. But... Because they have two just, of them. Right. Because like, Aaron didn't destroy them. They have, like, two of them, I think. But at this point in time... Well, I think... Didn't they only have... the? I felt like we heard Reiner telling the uh, the Marlian guy that he's like, well, they only have the one port. Or maybe they had a second one all the way up north or something like that. I can't... So, yeah, something I like can't that. really remember. All I know is at, at this no, point no, no. in time... The only port was in the south. And yeah. he's like, we could go up north, but there's no right, okay. port. Okay. Uh, yeah, because at this point, them not having a port or just one port seems to it's, have been working yeah. more for their advantage than not. So Good if point. they just said, hey, we had a bunch of ships, that would have been that would have been cool. Now, we really liked this shot because <laughs> Mikasa's wearing some kind yeah. of skirt thing that is making that booty pop. Well, I didn't say anything because she's only 16 right here, and I hadn't I didn't mention a single thing about that. I was waiting until later episodes, so well, kind of makes uh, it awkward now that well, you just said like that. Well, I mean, like, pop, because she had, there was a balloon, and, uh... Yeah, it just told on had, yourself, She buddy. had one of those cool spiky belts, and it kind of floated into the belt, and <laughs> Cannot believe we're going to have cops raid our studio again. Well, you were talking about your six-year-old asshole, so let's... Yeah, that was my own... I'm allowed to talk about my own butt. Who's really at fault here. And Armin is talking about, you know, guys, setting aside labels and seeing each other as just people so, you know, we can understand one another. As we cut to a scene where Haji is crafting a wooden train because nothing brings together people like trains. Yep. And all the Marlians are like, wow, yeah, we're like one big happy family. We're just riding around on this wooden choo-choo train. (laughs) 
And let's be honest, Armin is boring the shit out of Aaron and us. Yeah. So Aaron changes the pace of this convo and asks Armin if he's seen Bert's memories. And Armin says, uh, uh, yeah, but there's uh, nothing that seems helpful. Just, uh, just a lot of jack-off sessions where he's thinking about Annie. But that's really it, you know? And uh, just something about this guy hanging himself. Like, I can't get it out of my head. And Aaron says there's not much time. Zeke has less than three years left. And Armin says, speaking of that, do we really want to go along with Yelena's plan? Because I'm picking up on some creepy vibes from that bitch. And Armin wonders if using the rumbling is the only way to protect Eldians. He says, can't we just talk about it? If we can fix Marley and the world's misconception. And I wish Aaron had been like, hey Armin, you asshole, do you remember how well it worked that time you talked things over with Bert? Yeah. <laughs> but Aaron asks what misconception, and Armin says, you know, that uh, we are scary. But Aaron says we are monsters that can turn into titans. They're not wrong. See, Aaron, this is where I really like Aaron. He's, he's accepted reality. Armin is still in that delusional state where he thinks that there is a chance for peace. But we obviously know there's not any chance for that. And so Mikasa says, eh, oh wait, no, she doesn't say Aaron. <laughs> wow, upset. She says, some Marleans like us. And Aaron asks, how many? Most of them are sitting in prison cells. Now, I didn't really understand this. You helped me through it. Go ahead and explain what you think they mean by this. What I, I assumed he was talking about the people of actual Marleans that decided to go against Marley. You know, if they decide to do that, they're going to be thrown in jail. Like inside of Marley. Inside of Marley. If they speak up, like, they're obviously going to be thrown in jail. Or he's probably talking about the ones that are on the island that are, they're kind of hostage either way. So but we, I wanted to say this shot, though. When when Aaron is saying this, he's aiming down his sights, and he looks identical to Gabby. And they did this completely mm. on purpose. It's just like in the, the Owl episode where... Um, the owl's face is actually Aaron's face. There's a certain shot where it is exactly Aaron's right. face. Like the hair is kind of a, yeah. I know what you mean. I like that take. And so Mikasa and Armin say we need time, and Aaron says to do that, we need to keep them at bay. As you can tell, that uh, old Aaron, he might have a little plan cooking up as he shoots his rifle, which transitions to the scene where Sasha gets mm-hmm. popped. Mm. Beautiful transition. And it's very red. I didn't remember it being this red the first time. I don't either. I don't know what this filter is called, but... It's like we're in the nape of a titan. It's that red. So, present, Armin wonders if they made the right choice. Now, what do you think? As far as this whole... Caleb sent in a good piece of feedback asking us if we think this was the right move. Yeah, I do. I'm a team flock right here. Six... Six people dead, not a big deal. Well, seven. Well, yeah. Seven. Seven, but he said that before that moment happened. And how about we talk about this? Sasha died because of Flock. He kept saying, oh, let's cheer for victory where we can't hear someone sneaking on our... <laughs> let's all yell a lot and drown out the, the sounds of war below us. <laughs> he definitely got her killed. Uh, but no, yeah, I agree. They, they lost seven people. They got the war title. Well, sorry, eight. God. Who else? That Loboff guy. 
you didn't have him into, into account either. Fuck Lobov. Hey, damn it. I know. All right. Shouldn't have done it. We lost Lobov. We should not have done it. No, we lost eight people, uh, which is never good, but it's a but, small price to pay yeah. for getting the Warhammer. They've got two of their warriors. They got Falco and Gabby. The candidates, yep. And I don't know if you remember this part, Armin, but you freaking wiped out the a good portion of their fleet. And those were the only two candidates left to take the Armored Titan, so they don't even have any more candidates. If they wanted to give them up, they have to give them to just some rando that hasn't trained properly for it. Because mm-hmm. Zofia is still squashed on the ground, and Udo still has his head split open from all yeah. the people that just kicked him while he was down. I don't even think those people just trampled him like in chaos. I saw one of them. I'm not kidding. I went back and watched it. Oh no. I saw one of them curb stomp him. Uh, looked like it looked like he farted on him and then oh, he ran no. off. No. Really? Did you see that? I saw that. I don't most people didn't catch it, but Yeah, I mean at this point what? The only warrior is Colt and don't know if you've noticed but the guy that he's supposed to take the Titan from isn't home right now. Oh yeah, you're right. Colt is around, but he's supposed to get the beast and Colt <laughs> Literally ran around in circles. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did he even yeah. do during that chaos? Okay, so just saying the same thing I did? Is that? <laughs> did he not, though? He just ran in a circle the entire time. Yeah, I referenced it as a uh, a game of confusing hide-and-seek. Yeah, well, that's not a... I referenced it as a circle. He literally ran in a circle. Well, so did Onya Capone flying that Zeppelin around. There's so many people to blame for Sasha's death. Let's be real. So, Colt our- is one of them. Fuck you, Colt. <laughs> Armin thought he understood Aaron better than anyone, even Mikissa, which is hot take, Armin. Yeah. But he doesn't but, know. No, he's got a good point, though, because Mikasa's just blindly following Aaron. You're right. You're right. But he doesn't know anymore as we cut to a scene where Aaron is taking a bath in a sink. Oh. And we move on to the calling card. Soaked. This guy is soaked. Oh, my. Just water all over the floor. So. In the calling card, it is the Scout Fleet. So formed to investigate Paradise Island after the operation to retake the founding Titan had failed, the first fleet embarked in 851. Over the following three approximately over the following three approximately 4,600 soldiers aboard a total of 32 scout ships and destroyers were sent to Paradise Island. However, not a single one has returned to Marley to this day years. Okay, what is up with it? I listen, oh. when I do this, I take a picture, I just read off this thing. My head hurts. <laughs> hey, my mouth hurts from just reading whatever I read. All right, so moving on past this calling card, here's what you need to know. They've got ships, none of them are coming back. Okay. Thank you, Attack on Titan, for confusing the hell out of me. So, since we got to the calling card, it was a little bit later in the episode. I thought now was a great time to give everyone an update on your lovely mother that you've poorly neglected. We received a bunch of feedback. Thank you guys for, you know, worry, being worried about her when Chaz obviously wasn't. So let me just fill you in here. So I kept my word. After last episode, I called over to check up on her, and they said, well, yeah, she actually she never had COVID. Uh, some young lengthy man dropped her off a few weeks ago and she said she didn't have anywhere to go 
So she's just been laying in one of those, uh, what are those rooms where they have a bunch of beds at one time because you can't get a single room to yourself? You know what those are called? Um, I think that's a nap time in kindergarten. It's just basically like a holding room. There was like eight other beds, and she's just been in one of the beds listening An to internment the, zone. the chaos of the emergency room around her. So I'm like, oh, my God, can I come pick her up? And they said, please, the bill is getting outrageous. So I said, okay, don't know how they're going to pay for that. So I showed up. I saw your mom. She she didn't recognize me, which I thought was weird, considering she sat behind you for an hour and a half the past six months while we recorded this stuff. Uh, but I said, hey, I'm Ronnie. I'm friends with Chad. And she still just kind of looked. I said, I'm going to take you home. And she kind of perked up at that. I said, all right. Well, she did say something about it. She didn't know if you've gained some weight. I, well, I couldn't remember exactly what she, she said. She didn't talk to me at all. She just kept looking at me. It was very unsettling. So I'm like, all right. And I took her. I, she had two bags. And I took both of them. And I just threw them in the back seat, you know. And I, I'm not, I wasn't a great gentleman. I got so tied up in the bags. I did not open the passenger door for her. Okay. So I went to the driver's seat, just ready to... Well, you, you don't have to do that. <laughs> just get out of there. And she started knocking on my trunk. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? I just took her bags. Why is she doing that? So I'm like, are you okay? And she just knocked again. She still wasn't talking to me. So I'm like, all right. Uh, does she know something that I don't? So I popped the trunk. And she started to get into the trunk, Chad. Why? When, Please tell me you did not let her get in the cargo. When moving seat. in a car, why does she think that she has to be in a trunk? Ronnie, you 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 almost made the biggest mistake of your life letting her drive or letting her ride in the passenger seat. I'm not kidding. She is a filthy animal. When you're driving, she doesn't realize that she's on the road. She seemed okay. I I said she didn't talk, but she did do something. Yeah. She refused to get out of the truck. I said, no, you can come sit by me in the passenger seat. She likes sleeping back there. She she shook her head like so vigorously no. I'm like, you can talk to me. I'm here to help. She wouldn't do it. So I got in the car, pulled out. We're about five minutes down the road. I'm going like 45 miles per hour. And she just starts singing, life is a highway. Yes, I, I occasionally I'll throw back an iPod. I don't ever put the iPod in the trunk, but I will put it in the back seat where she can kind of hear the echoes of it. Oh my god, it scared the shit out of me because I was I was riding on mute to see if she like I she was in my trunk if she needed something. God forbid I got pulled over and she made a noise or something, and then out of nowhere she just told me how she wanted to ride it all night long, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> So I've tell apparently one of our therapists um, has said that she used to be in a uh, I, I can't get much out of her I can't understand her that properly yeah she used to be in an abusive relationship and I don't I mean most of the time I I just kind of let her do she's her thing currently in one but anyway got back to her place which is the penthouse okay because you've been hanging out here a lot lately uh, at that place but. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that right okay. now. You weren't at home, so I sent you a Snapchat saying, hey, your mom's home. You sent me back a picture of you on an unknown toilet. Where, it, were, where were you? Did you not? Did you just put her back in the kennel, or where did you put no, her? No, I put her in her damn bed. She has a bed? When did that happen? She has a room. It's like the cleanest room I've ever seen. It's so weird. Well, that's, that's technically my room. Did you let her sleep in my bed? No. Where were you? You're. 
I'm not avoiding the question. You're dude. avoiding the question. Where were you? I, w- I was. All right. Okay. I don't want to say it, okay? Once again, even though it was pretty hectic, she's home. She's. Where is she now? I don't even. Bro, why do you care about her so much? Because I know... obviously you don't. She's a lovely I care, woman. I care about her enough to. I give her shelter. I give her shelter. I give it's her, her treats. house. I give her treats. I give her warmth, a blanket. She's I give her... clearly paying for the house. You work 16 hours a week at Trader Joe's. How, like, what do you think is to going on? To answer your question, I was on the CVS toilet on my way back home. I had to take a dump. That's where I was. Did you buy anything from the CVS? Or you yes, just use them for the toilet? She likes right. to chew on Advils. So I went and got her some Advils. Oh, my God. Okay. Whatever. She's fine, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for asking. Stop caring about my mom. It's creepy. I think you got a thing for her. So we cut over to Mikasa at a cemetery where a Marlian starts getting curb stomped for being here. And the one doing the curb stomping is everyone's new favorite character, big nose, loud no. military police guy. So Jean and Connie thankfully stop this beat down and help up. It ends up being Mikolo. Who can't believe Sasha is really dead. Neither can we, buddy. He asked them what they were doing, and Connie says, Uh, what were we doing? Well, at that point in time, I believe Flock and the gang were leading in an exciting game of limbo, and I was participating in that. <laughs> but Mika. <laughs> Nothing for me. You don't have nothing. I'm sorry. I just... (laughs) So Mikasa talks about how she didn't die from any ordinary girl. This girl had been trained. And John does what a good leader does and takes the blame for all of this. He says, I let my guard down. Sorry. And that's another yawn into the microphone by Chaz. (laughs) Flocks. Dude, I'm telling you. We Jean took the responsibility for it, but we all know whose fault it was. The red-headed fucktard. Sorry, flock. Whoa. You all right? Sorry. You so you were, like, celebrating him last episode. What happened? Well, I mean, I don't know, dude. I've got such mixed emotions for this guy. I love how he tells it like it is, but you know what he needs to do? He needs to accept Sasha's death and blame it on himself. All right. Well, Jean's taking the blame instead. Nigolo asked why apologize to me. All I did was cook for her, and Connie, with a real heartfelt moment... This is great. ...grabs his shoulder. This is not great. This is awesome. And This is not awesome. And says, thanks for letting her eat so much tasty food. And Nicolo's like, little does he know, no one's ever liked my food. <laughs> little does he know, I've just boiled everything and just thrown salt on it. Dude, poor... Her sodium intake must have been off the charts. Thank God she didn't have any blood work done. That's probably what truthfully killed her. Way too much sodium. Way too much sodium. And also, guys, let's talk about Ronnie's hatred towards Sasha. It kind of... Anytime food or Sasha's mentioned, I wish you could see Ronnie's face. I'm looking at it right now, unfortunately. It's just a disgusting, hateful, spiteful look. And... We all know, Sasha's one of everyone's favorite characters. I would just Will like you do it justice. I would just like to cherish this character, give her the respect she deserves without someone mentioning the last meal she ate at Golden Corral 
a couple weeks ago. She was more than that, all right? So she liked food. Yeah. She was also a badass woman who was sniping domes on top of roofs. Yeah, how do you think she had the strength to do that? Just she ate some food, dude. Just disappointing. Just disappointing, all right? That's really what Connie, thank you for for letting her eat so much tasty food. Meat. So Nicolo asks, what do you think about this, Connie? Which was a weird question. And Connie says, oh, you know, I haven't really thought about it. I guess I'm fine. What do I think about that? What do you think he thinks about it, Nicolo? He's devastated. (laughs) Dude, why are you so angry? What a stupid question. We're at a funeral, bud. Think about that stupid question. No, he's like, hey, you're at You're at a graveyard. You're at her tombstone. And this guy's crying, and Connie whispers, thanks for letting her eat so much tasty food. And then he responds by looking up and says, what do you think of all this? Yeah, you know why? Because of that stupid comment that Connie just made. That's like me and you. If we were in an Applebee's, and we watched a big fella get in a fight with, like, a a young waitress. Okay. And we're like, oh, shit, what's going on? We're eating, like, fried mozzarella sticks. And you look at me, and you go, what do you think of all this? (laughs) And I go, with, of course, two... uh, Mozzarella sticks in my mouth. Well, I think it was pretty crazy. This is pretty good. I'm like, no, not the mozzarella sticks. This fight that just happened. Oh, well, I think that's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's a, that's an acceptable time to say, what do you think of this? Okay. Not when you're kneeling on someone's grave. God, just go salt your pork, Nicolo. So, Connie goes on to say, Sasha and I were like twins, and now he feels like half of him is gone. They were. They were the goofy... You know, little turds that just kept goofing off and uh, cute twins. together. I shipped them. I no. shipped them, but apparently she was shipped with Nikola, and that's just a little upsetting. Yes, I will agree. They were friends for sure. They were close friends. I've not read the manga. I don't know what their relationship was like in the manga. Twins. Come on, Connie. You're being a little over-exaggerative. Being well, little... I shipped them, dude. I, I just can't believe I shipped them, and it just doesn't Con- seem like they Connie's the type of guy who like got in an argument with her like three months ago, hasn't talked to her since. When Even when they did talk to her, they were just kind of friends. And then she died, and he gets a tattoo of her name across his heart and then posted on Instagram and says, can't, can't believe you're gone. That's what Connie's yeah. doing. Like, so that's twins, definitely something you won't regret, right? Really? Twins, Connie? Come on. You were good friends. Twins, get out, get over yourself. Just quit making it about you. And grow your hair out for longer than three days. We then get interrupted by Sasha's father. Now, we saw this guy at the beginning of season two. Did this guy have a glow up? He had a glow up because he was wearing a ponytail cowboy hat. And he had a bunch of, I think he had overalls on, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And this guy's got a He's in a business suit. He's got business attire. I think he sold his farm. This guy had a glow up. He sold his farm, cut his hair, and now he's a trader on the stock market. I mean, we we need help breaking this down. Is this the girl that Sasha saved? It is, this little blonde. Okay. And who is this old woman? I I had the take (laughs) that it was the woman that the Titan was eating. (laughs) That the Titan was gnawing on? Yeah. For some reason, it looks like her. I don't know if she got some crazy like plastic surgery on her arm to heal it or yeah I mean, or was we, it her leg i don't even remember i had to try and break this down for what uh, for a little while if we were better podcasters we would know the answers so if anyone has the answers please send them on over to us 
the podcast no, chronicles at gmail.com no one does because no one's still listening anymore <laughs> that's probably right you've done a terrible job this episode i agree you have ronnie's been killing it so uh nicolo who's really feeling himself nowadays stands up and says hey i'm a chef and your daughter she loved eating my food so you know if you ever want to eat my food you could come i don't know eat some maybe He's like, yeah, I mean, your daughter was the first person to ever like my cooking. <laughs> come on by. You know, just come on over to Nicolo's Cafe. It's a, it's a cabana out by the ocean. This guy reminds me of the chef. In, uh, we serve the best salted lobster with no butter you've ever had in your life. <laughs> just boil it up. That's all we do. I'll give you the recipe. It's one lobster, one boiling pot of water, 30 minutes, and just salt the shit out of it and... Voila! No, and uh, Sasha's dad, as a creepy stockbroker, like you said, goes, "Well, as long as it's free." Yeah, this was awesome, though. He, we know that her dad was accepting of outside people from the beginning, and he's now accepting this Marlian. I love this shit, dude. Thank you for making that deep instead of just my "Well, as long as it's free" take. (laughs) That was a, no, that was an awesome free take. I just had to throw that no, in there, I'm too. Gl- I'm glad that you did it. Whatever, Ronnie. He's just like, I'm certainly not paying for that shit. Whatever, Ronnie. No, I'm really... <laughs> quit being so emotional. I'm glad that I'm you I'm not being emotional, down. dude. I'm totally not. I'm try- I feel like... You know what I feel like right now? What? I feel like you've gotten on my shoulders, and I'm trying to take you to the top of Mount Everest, and I feel like I'm making way too many jokes, and I might not be breaking this thing down like I need to. So I'm glad no, that, that you... No, that was an awesome freaking joke dude i'm glad that you stopped yawning for a second to get in a little a little take about how sasha's dad that we've seen one time before is so open to bringing in other people dude this is why i love this show who knew sasha's dad sasha's dad and these side characters come on who knew you had such an encyclopedic knowledge of sasha's father (laughs) oh my god i mean tremendous dude tremendous he in season two (laughs) You're still going? You've got Fred, more takes. Fred in season two, when he, you know, he's out in the forest and she's not wanting to accept, you know, these people that lost their homes and you know Shiganshina into the forest, and he's right. like, Sasha, we gotta accept these people for what they are. So and oh, you're still. <laughs> what are you? Surely you're done, right? Well, I was gonna say, and then Fred, I think his name's Fred. He just talks about it. <laughs> acceptance oh oh my god and then now he accepts this marley even though his daughter died because of these marleyans this guy accepts it so are you done this guy i like i like fred so zeke and levi they're in a buggy i love a good buggy talk they are always super intense and important zeke questions why they're calling it a victory isn't it isn't ignorance a scary thing and Levi says, if I send your dead body to Marley and reveal your plan, your granny and gramps are done for. But if this secret plan of yours is real, I can't wait to chop you up. I love to think that the only thing holding Zeke back from just killing everyone is his granny and gramps. Well, I feel like Zeke, his, uh, a good response to that would have been, uh, did you answer my question about ignorance? <laughs> but instead, Zeke says, I appreciate your graciousness. Don't I get to speak with Aaron first? Levi says, calm down. 
And he goes, by speaking with Aaron, I mean starting the rumbling with Aaron first. Levi says, calm down. We have you in the finest hotel we could get you. And then they sit in silence for five seconds before Zeke says, can you stop glaring at me? But you know Levi. Levi just keeps on glaring. So Yelena Jokic presents all the Titan serum we stole from Marley. And she says they'll have trouble reproducing it. But our boy Dot Pixis yeah. is here to say, no worries, this should be plenty. I don't know yep. if it's because I haven't seen him in a while, but his head looks so small. It does, and he looks old, man. Yeah. These past few years have not been good on his body, let me tell you. I'm worried about him. Hope you're doing okay, Dot. What if you were a man and your name was Dot? Yeah. So, yeah, that's your take? Yeah. <laughs> what if your name was Dot and you go, Yeah. I was going to make a terrible joke. That's why I just had to say, yeah. All right. I was going to say dot, because he's dot pixels. I was going to say, what if your name was dot com? And then I was like, that was just terrible. (laughs) You're right. That was terrible. Thank God you didn't say that. So as we pan out, okay, I'm all over the place. He says that, this is dot, by the way. He says they owe them already because they gave them hope. And Yelena says, for three years, we've done nothing but show we're friends of the Eldians. As we pan out and see an entire room of people pointing guns at them. Yep. Now listen, I like the caution. You can't trust this Yelena bitch. I'm with you on this. You gotta be careful with this bitch. And Pixis says, we have to keep Zeke on a tight leash. And by tight leash, we cut over and see that that means he's free to roam around an entire forest of giant trees however he wishes. Is that how you took that? Because I took it the exact same way. That he's just like, here's your home. <laughs> he's just like, listen, we've got to keep this guy on a tight leash. So we cut over to see Levi taking a leash off and just say, as long as you yeah. stay within these trees, like you're good, bro. Just- it's like Levi's just making a monkey joke. He's gone so far just to make this monkey joke. And Levi says he can't think of a better place for him. And Zeke says it would be fun if he had some ODM gear and then ask if he could show Gabby and Falco this natural wonder. Levi says, whether they see the sights or not depends on you. Now, do you think Levi's doing this so if Zeke ever acts up, he's got all these trees to ODM through so he can fucking slice this dude up? <laughs> well, if he ever acts up, would him acting up, not him just being walking out of this forest? <laughs> like, turn it, I just meant turn in monkey mode. And- this is just the weirdest thing. Like, why? The only thing I can figure... Maybe he's maybe they have like a building in the trees where he's actually constrained to. They I have. don't know. We'll have to see. Oh, dude. <laughs> this just seems like the chillest spot for him to hang out. I it's really I don't know if they're trying to say cuz we still don't, do we know his plan per se? They Aaron made it seem like he just wanted to do the rumbling? Yeah, that's what he made it seem like. He or he may be thinking that maybe what Zeke is thinking how to activate yeah. it. But at the same time, like it, it I seems don't like know. there's more to it. Like Zeke saying, "When do I get to talk to Aaron?" It's just super. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Zeke's plan is just to start the rumbling and kill his grand grandma and grandpa and everyone. Like, I don't think that's. I mean, as far as hotels go, this wasn't bad. I was expecting like Levi to pull up and just to a well and be like, "Well, there it is," mm-hmm. and roll him down in a little bucket. But instead, it's like, well, here's 57 acres of trees that you can hang out in. Yeah, it is a little strange. And Zeke's like, okay, I'll take it. 
we were talking about Falco and Gabby. We cut on over to the two of them in a jail cell. Gabby's doing great. Where Yeah, where Falco looks scared. And Gabby seems to be doing great, too, as she's biting off the tip of her thumb, mumbling Aaron Yeager for what I imagine has been the past five hours. She's literally pulling a Mikasa, except angry mode. Because I, I like to imagine Mikasa's just sitting in her bed like all night just saying, Aaron Yeager. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> but Gabby's doing it in an angry way. So then we go back to Armin, who says Aaron would have done it whether or not they had helped him, and the worst would have happened either way. But in any case, they killed a lot of people as Armin's thinking back to like little kids underneath rubble, just slowly dying a painful death because of him, because he killed them. And... With an explosion. <laughs> but unless that port and they're breathing in toxic air because some radioactive explosion that just happened so they're slowly dying the sharp gnaw from all like the ships. seven different ways but armin you know he's trying to just keep moving because he it's not really bothering him at all he's gonna keep moving forward but unless that port was destroyed marley would have retaliated and attacked the island he said we killed any hope for peace but we had no choice he says just like you guys that day as we pan up and see annie leonhardt Annie, she's looking, she's looking older in there. Yeah, looking older. That hair, she, she is. She tied it up, so the hair might not be too. Yeah, different. she's looking about, you know, almost of age to drink. Maybe she can. She's old enough to drink now. And by I'm that, uh, Chaz is more worried about if she's, uh, you know, of the age to fuck. <laughs> yeah, especially in that Titan body. We all know what she looked like in that Titan Damn. body. As Reiner said, oh, you mean that one with the nice ass? Yeah. Amen, brother. Hope you're doing okay back over. And uh... I'm sure he is. He's always doing great. <laughs> so, I'm I, sure Reiner is doing absolutely great. The fact that the only reason he's alive is because of the kids, and now the kids have been taken by the devils of paradise. I'm sure he's doing tremendous. He's doing just dandy. <laughs> uh, as Armin, he looks up to her, and he says, or he asks for her to say something. Yeah. She doesn't. How creepy would that have been if she did, if she did though? She's just like, good story. She hasn't talked in four years, and then she just randomly says something. She just melts. Oh. Like, Whoa. And just starts making out with Armin. Sorry, I, that was my own hey. fan. That was my own fan fiction. Hey. I shouldn't have put it in the podcast. I'm sorry. Nah, we're shipping them. Shipping it. We cut back over to Mikasa, who's still hanging out in a cemetery, mumbling to herself, fight or die, win and live. I feel like she lives in the cemetery nowadays. Let's talk about this, though. This is actually, this kind of shocked me. She stayed at that cemetery all night. It's morning now. Yeah. That's crazy. I know she was, like, liked Sasha, but. I don't know if you've noticed. She is a crazy person. We might love her, but she is crazy. She would do that for Aaron. I can't believe she did it for Sasha. Well, yeah. If she would do that for Aaron, but she's doing it for Sasha, what does that mean she would actually do for Aaron? She'd probably dig up his body and suck it like a... Uh, (laughs) Speaking of Aaron, he's still taking a weird bird bath, apparently in the freezing cold, judging it by his breath, as he tells himself the only way to win is to fight, fight, fight! Tatakai! Tatakai! This is my last war. <laughs> End of episode. Uh, let's talk about this, though. We're talk going to talk about, about this last scene. We have Aaron in the cold, what looks like to be a cell. Okay? Yeah. They gave Zeke an entire forest, and they gave good old buddy Aaron a jail cell. Yeah, what's up with that? A freezing cold jail cell. That's it's not, fucked up, dude. It's not cool. 
So we did have a couple questions to get to first. And goddamn, he looks good. Moses, I told you. See, you were trying to. You well, left me on an no, island. No, no, no. I'm saying I earlier. saw some tweets. People said he looks good. I'm just agreeing. Or I'm not agreeing. I'm just saying yeah. I'm not attracted to Whatever, Aaron. Whatever, dude. So Moses sent in some feedback via email. You can email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail dot com. And his questions for you were: Do you think Historia will have a glow up? Three years from now, because we've only seen her, or we still only seen yeah. her in the past. We haven't seen her yet. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, she's living lavishly like a queen. She's doing queen shit. Mm-hmm. She's queening, as I like to call it. She's going to be looking like a dime piece. Uh, that blonde hair. I got a feeling it's going to be maybe tied up, or maybe just super long. All right. And his second question, but most important question, is where is Sleepy Keith? That sleepy vampire, where's he at? I've got a feeling this man has started to sleep. Do you think so? You think so? It just I think makes he's going to look like a train wreck the next time we see him still. That's what I think. He's got like... Mark my words, we will see him again. If you think a, we're not going to see that guy... <laughs> hey, listen. If you think we're not going to see that guy, you come and fight me. Okay, does he have hair next time we see him? No. Does he have a tattoo on his the top of his head? That would be maybe sick. that part maybe. So and then the last thing we've got a new segment we're debuting tonight, which is ask Ronnie and Chad a little something. How about that? You oh, like wow. the name of that? That uh, we have started a Discord, and we've got uh, some awesome people that have already been in there for a few days now. We yep. made a tweet about it, so if you didn't see the tweet, you got to follow us at Podcast Chronic so you can be on stuff like this. But we will put our Discord link in the description below. I think I figured out how to do a link that uh, doesn't expire. I have no clue what I'm doing on Discord, which means Chaz has absolutely no clue what he's oh, doing on Discord. Oh, I've done Discord servers all the time. You should just ask no, me. No, Chaz does not know what he's doing. The other day he asked me how to reply to someone. <laughs> that was a real question he asked. But for some reason, if I screw up the link, just you know, send us an email, add us on Twitter, comment on YouTube, and we'll get you a link some way, some way, or some way, somehow. Jesus Christ. But let's go ahead and jump on in to the lovely people on Discord sending okay. us some feedback, asking some questions. So Eric, he asked, how many Dogecoin will it take to get a shout-out on the podcast? What do you think? You're, you're our guy okay. investing in Dogecoin. First of all, I don't like how this, uh, this guy Eric thinks he can get a shout-out just by asking us a question. I know. We're not going to shout you out, Eric, no. just because you ask. Yeah. First off, guys, this is a lesson. We're teaching yeah. everyone a lesson right here. You will not get a shout-out if you ask for a shout-out. If shout you think out. you can pull this shit yeah. like Eric so and Mr. ask for Eric, a shout-out, go you're, ahead. You're not getting one. But anyways, Eric, to answer your question, as much as it takes to be a dogenaire, that's that's always my answer to people. I want all of the doge. Also, Eric, if you think... I'm shouting you out on this podcast before I get on the damn moon. You are mistaken. So get out of here, Eric. Enough to get us on the moon, baby. All right, so let's move on from Eric. Don't expect shout-outs like that. Uh, next question in the Discord. Bolo Padoli. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I hope I am. Bolo Padolio asks... I Is like Chad's name. mom actually a dog? No, she's not. Quit making Chaz think that just because he treats her that way, she's a lovely woman. 
Jeez. She is a great lady. And then T-Rev asked if she's still in the hospital. I answered that. Yep. Thanks for your concern, T-Rev, even though you put a bunch of smiling, laughing faces like it's yeah, a funny well. joke. And then Bolo Padolio said, at the <laughs> you guys got to cut it out. It's not a funny matter. And then uh, Muhammad said, possible appearance for Chad's roommate. Near, need to hear his hot takes. Now, he, wow. he misspelled his name. It's Chad's dumbass roommate. Yeah, you forgot to mention the... We won't blame you for that. The moment. adjective that we always give him. Um, but no, I, do you want to? I mean, we asked. We literally asked yeah. very early on if he wanted to be a part of it. And you told him what? Go ahead and break this down, Chess. I said, hey, man, get your own mic, buddy. Head on over. Uh, we would love to hear your stupid fucking takes on this podcast. Yeah. And he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He said that was mean or something. I think he went and cried in the corner. But anyways, yeah, he's a, he's a stupid guy. I might, you know what I might do? I might secretly record him. Okay. And then play it on the podcast. Yeah, just eat, yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah. I think he would love that. Mm-hmm. But no, if he ever were to get, I mean, we only have two microphones, so either we're going to have to get nice and cozy like I did with Trav that one time. Yeah. Um, and I, trust, or he's got to get a third microphone. We've asked this guy. Um, I might even throw out his Twitch one day just so you can spam him and make fun of him on Twitch. Cause, that would that'd be funny. Yeah, he's got a huge following on Twitch, which yeah. is to say what, uh, 52 followers. 52? He's got 52 now. Um, wow. He's almost Twitch verified. As but, soon as he is, everyone spam him, and please do not subscribe to him. But there was, uh, wasn't there kind of an assumption that a bunch of those were bot follows? Uh, I would say 90% of them were bot okay. follows. Yeah. All right. And then this is the JoJo reference. You want to say it? What is it? Uh, I cannot I'll see it. Conodandio! Yes. And he said, how hard is it to make a podcast and keep up with the schedule? What do you think about that? I would say it is probably one of the hardest jobs in the world you can ever do. <laughs> we are, some people call us warriors for doing this. We're warrior podcasters. Uh, yeah. But no, in a serious note, how, how hard do you think it is? Well, I, I haven't really thought about this. Have yeah, you? I actually really like this question. Yeah. I would say for what we're doing right now, it's it's not bad. It's definitely something that it's kind of time consuming, but I want to do it. Because at this point, especially right now when it's happening week by week, it's basically just like seven to eight hours on a Sunday. Yeah. Like it def- definitely takes time, but it's worth it. Now, when we were catching everything up, that was a pretty hard grind because we were doing three episodes a week. And then so yeah, when for, it came for, to editing and posting all those, that's where we kind of got in a mess and got behind on YouTube. For anybody that's listened to our you know, really early ones, I would say during season two is when we were really grinding at the beginning of season three, just to get caught up. That was very time-consuming, Yeah, um, especially for you. R- Ronnie's editing, the one yeah, that edits editing. it. That's why he edits out all like the good stuff that I say. So if, if it ever seems like I have a bad podcast, most of the time I have a really good one. He just he gets <laughs> jealous and edits it out. Yeah, you very rarely have a bad podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I would say right now it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we really enjoy doing it, and even like even when we were grinding like that, we were still having fun. Um, it was just it was a lot, but the fact that we did it, like I yeah. felt like that kind of built us up. So where once we started, like that was when our real glow up happened. By real glow up, I mean like ten more people followed. So it was yeah. crazy. It was nuts. <laughs> uh, but no, that's a good question, and it kind of brings up another thing. 
people. I think we will always do, well, I won't say always, but I think we both like to do like one show that's always out there. And then we we would love to, and this is, I'm being so serious right now, this is crazy. We would love to eventually do more content. Like a lot of people really liked our learn a little something about Ronnie and Chad and stories. So we would like to do other podcasts, other shows. A lot of people want shows that aren't happening live. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, we're wondering if, because it would take more time. But we've kind of, I mean, you've kind of talked about, you know, we a lot of, know a lot of these people do Patreons and stuff like that. So we've thought, you know, if you guys, if we did a Patreon where you'd pay just like a little bit, but for three times the content. Yeah. And still, we'd still have the free show. You know, let us know if that's something that you guys might be into. And it's not because, it's not, we don't expect to live off this money. But we do want to grow as far as, like, it'd be so cool if we had video stuff. Right. If we could have separate podcast feeds because all those stuff, all that stuff costs money. But, you know, let us know what you think. Because this, uh, our 50-hour-a-week slave jobs <laughs> Yeah, we <do, laughs> kind of get in the way We've sometimes. got the normal jobs, which is 40-plus hours a week. But we like hanging out with all you guys, so I just could see that's something that we do down the road. Nothing too quick, but... Just let us know. And then we got Carmelo here right at the end, thinking he's a big funny guy, asking Ronnie how many Supreme Tacos he can fit in his mouth without chewing. Dude, just, that, is, that might be my favorite question. I just don't even respect. So I don't respect that question. There's no way I would answer that question seven without being real mad. Uh, nine without the sour cream. Because I just don't. Just chill out, Carmelo. All right? Pack up your bag and get out of here. Chaz loves those questions, guys. Please keep asking those. But, but no, everyone's having fun on Discord, so go to the link, join up, and we, you know, we hang out there from time to time and just be part of this little community we're building, bro. Or- this is fun. I'm sorry that uh, I might have seemed a little off this episode. Um, I haven't took my meds today. Yeah, it's like off one episode, on one episode with this guy. Can't get a good run going Get some sleep, dude. How about that? Anyway. He's yawning. Such a I thought he was going for a yawn in the microphone to make a funny point, but then he no. went completely silent. So that's, I just I was just doing a regular yawn. It's kinda of super annoying. We will talk to you guys next week. I've been Ronnie. And I've been Jazzy. Yeah, peace. Peace.